It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills, the mic on this 17th day of July, 6.06 on the clock and 94 degrees and sunny outside here in southeast Ohio. This is the Sports Fan presented by JNK Contracting, uh, and it is a good Friday. It is a warm Friday. Uh, and it's a Friday where we will have Lou Horvath joining us here on the program. So looking forward to talking to Lou. I haven't heard him or seen him since high school basketball season, where it was all the way back uh, in March. We still had the Trimble Tomcats going deep into the OHSA uh, basketball tournament. Uh, so we had them. We had uh, you know Federal Hawking. Uh, but my point is it's been a while since we've seen Lou, and it'll be good to hear from him uh, coming up shortly here uh, right on the Sports Fan. Uh, we heard from Russ Eisenstein in yesterday's uh, program, and with Russ, you know, he sent a big message out to Southeast Ohio saying, hey, if you want a lot of people to continue to have their jobs, if you want to have sports coming this fall, you, know, you got to get on top of it, you got to get ready, uh, and you got to, you know, wear those masks and uh, do what you need to do uh, so then we can get back to normal as quick as possible. Uh, but it was a message received, I hope, and it was uh, good to hear from Russ. We haven't heard from him again since March. Uh, that was all the way back when we were listening to him for that uh, Cleveland game uh, when they were up in Cleveland, uh, when it was the Bobcats uh, up there, and I think they were going to go against Akron. Uh, but, of course, that game got canceled before anything was able to happen. Uh, but still looking forward to hearing from Lou. Uh, it was good to hear from Russ yesterday. Uh, I guess the news that we'll lead off with right now is that Ohio University Eastern Campus, and it looks to be, if I'm reading the report correctly, it looks to be that not only the Eastern Campus, but all of the branch campuses that Ohio University sponsors have all canceled and uh, gotten rid of uh, their intercollegiate athletics. Uh, so intercollegiate athletics at Ohio University's Eastern Campus in St. Clairsville are no more. Uh, Ohio University spokeswoman Carly Leatherwood confirms the news late Wednesday uh, that OU Eastern and the other four branch campuses are dropping sports effective for the upcoming fall semester, and that's never good news. Uh, you know, it's always tough uh, when you're on a, a branch campus uh, to keep up sports and, and have the money to provide for sports, uh, and it's just something that did not happen for OU Eastern, and it does not happen for any of the other branch campuses for Ohio University. Uh, Along with OUE, other campuses affected by this are the uh, Chillicothe branch, the Lancaster branch, uh, the Southern, and Zanesville branches. Uh, so those sports, again, uh, have been dropped. They don't, will not be brought back, uh, and that is disappointing news. Uh, phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. want to be a part of the program as we wait for Lou Horvath to join us here on this sports fan. Uh, but react and, and see what, uh, you know, I want to hear from you guys. Like, what is going on? right now with uh, with the world of sports. Uh, you know, what have you thought about uh, you know, everything that's been going on? And you know, I'd love to hear from you again. Phone lines open at 740-592-6646. But again, the big news here in Southeast Ohio is again the intercollegiate athletics at Ohio University Eastern and Ohio University Chillicothe and Lancaster Southern and Zanesville have all been dropped and will not be sponsored by any of those branch campuses anymore. That leaves a lot of people uh, displaced, you know, especially if you're bringing off or, or canceling sports at those branch campuses. You know, the people who maintain the fields will no longer be needed. They, 
the coaches will no longer be needed. Uh, so that also you lose a lot of a uh, lot of jobs. You lose a lot of uh, you, you know your student athlete base. I mean, if they went there to play sports, and I mean it's not a uh, you know if you're going to play sports in college, uh, you know some people at at those branch campuses might want to just go there, get a good education, and then uh, figure it out uh, along the way uh, you know, for sports-wise. But you get that education first and foremost. Uh, but, you know, if, if they went there to play sports, uh, it is a disappointing turn of events for them because they will no longer be able to, to play for Ohio, uh, play for, again, not, not Ohio University, but the branch campuses, Eastern, Chillicothe, Lancaster Southern, and Zanesville. Uh, so we will, you know, best of luck to them, best of luck to all involved in those sports programs, uh, but they will not be sponsored anymore, and uh, you know, a lot of people will unfortunately lose their jobs at those campuses that had anything and everything to do with sports they did say that there was a uh, there might be a push to have you know club sports at those branch campuses and if that is the case then that would be it'll bring some sports back but of course with club sports uh, unless you have the funding for it unless you, you have you know the strong financial backing uh, just like Ohio uh, hockey does uh, here at Ohio University at, at the main campus here in Athens but uh, unless you have that financial support, uh, it is very tough uh, to, to bring back a program and to, you know, succeed at that level uh, that, that you've been succeeding at. Uh, the one thing that they noted here in this report, again, this is from YourRadioPlace.com, uh, who printed out this story. Uh, Jay Morris, who's worked at Ohio University Eastern for 30 years, became the basketball coach in 1992-93 season and held the position for 13 years. He guided the OU Eastern Panthers to one conference title back in 2001. Uh, so he's a notable guy that uh, he did not have. You know, he wasn't the main basketball coach right now. Uh, but still, uh, you know, he built a program, helped to be a part of that program, and, and unfortunately for him, it is no more. Uh, the Health and Physical Education Center, which is not only housed uh, OUE Athletics, uh, has also been the home of every OVAC basketball championship game since the event's inception and also hosts the OVAC all-star basketball games as well as numerous community events, including the St. Uh, Clairsville High School graduation. Uh, there's no intent to sell the facility at that time, uh, so there will still be a place for people to go there uh, in the OVAC uh, to, to have their basketball games, to have their basketball tournaments. Uh, so I, I anticipate them. Uh, still having those events and still going on with them. Um, so, again, it's a disappointing turn of events. It's something that, uh, you know, we haven't really talked about Ohio University's branch campuses really at all on the sports fan, but when it makes news, when it's Ohio, uh, you know, of course, your news leader, as uh, Bob Bate would say when he returns, and Paul Holden would say, uh, you know, we, we got it here first, um, then it is disappointing. You know, I, I've said that before, but it is, uh, you know, Kids who go there to play athletics, uh, play sports, and participate in athletics uh, will not be able to do that. Uh, but you know, at this point, uh, unless there's a big financial backing, uh, move on and and move forward and, and try to make the best of the situation, which it is uh, right now. Um, so they, they just got to figure out you know, what, what they want to do and, and how they get better. Uh, other news, the uh, Southwestern, Athletic Conference has canceled fall sports in a report from Brett McMurphy. Uh, so the Southwestern Athletic Conference, again, canceling uh, all fall sports. Uh, and that's not postponing, at least by the wordage. Uh, but they have canceled uh, those fall sports. 
And now joining the program here, it's good to have him on. It's been a long time since I've seen him, but Lou Horvath joins the sports fan. Lou, how have you been? Well, not doing much, actually. (laughs) Cutting grass, wondering about things, wondering when we're all going to get back together in the same place. Of course. It's been, you know, I've been trying to pass by whenever I drive by the Skull because I know you perform there, and I I bet you haven't performed there in a long time. I mean, what have you been able to do to pass the time with, A, no sports, and B, I mean, it even says it on your profile, you know, somewhere behind a mic, you haven't been able to do that in a long time. (laughs) That's true, I haven't. Everything kind of happened abruptly, as you know. We were right in the midst of the beginning of regional championships for high school in the Convo. We'd gone through one, the, the early preliminary round, and then it just shut down. And the band, of course, was supposed to play that Saturday. That got shut down. And then my poor old dog died that week, too. So it was kind of like a, a triple whammy that happened. Well, we've been doing, we've, uh, we've got 10 acres there, so I've been cutting grass, been helping, helping Shelly just re- do things around here as far as putting in flower gardens, digging stuff up, carrying things around cutting grass with things, and then fixing those things that I cut grass with. So I, I, have, been kept, yeah. I have kept busy. We've, uh, we've watched a lot of uh, British TV and other things like most people have. And uh, we've, we've done Zoom meetings. There's a, a group of people that um, uh, from the old Red Room, which was a place where some of us worked and a lot of us just hung out. It was a, a bar down on South Green. We've done uh, Zoom meetings with them. The band has been together with a Zoom meeting, but uh, that's pretty much it. And I've been waiting, and now, now that sports are back, you know, I'm a soccer fan, so I get to watch some soccer now. But uh, for the most part, I get to walk outside, take a look at all the trees and grass and things, and that's, we're up here on a hill, so that's, there's some comfort in that. Yeah, I have to imagine, and yeah, at least you get to step back, take a breath, and, and take it all in. Unfortunately, it has to be under these circumstances where, you know, you kind of... Uh, quote-unquote, forced, you know, to uh, to take a step back and do stuff. Uh, but it's good to hear you've been able to, to keep busy uh, with, with stuff around the house and, and still keep in touch, especially with the band, because I'm looking forward to going and watching another performance whenever that may be. Uh, yeah, we, we even came up with uh, a little poster that uh, has a picture of, like, six of us as, 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 as shadow things. Where is everybody? <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but have you heard anything? I mean, you, you, so it's you're a big soccer guy. Uh, have you been you know, watching the European uh, football? Have you been, you know, what, what league has piqued your interest during this time in, in a, uh, a void of sports? Well, the, uh, the Premier League in England, of course, is my favorite. And then now that MLS is back and Columbus Crew is doing reasonably well, I can see some of that. And I'm a big racing fan, too. I used to race a sports car a long time ago. So when NASCAR came back, that uh, there were some races there I could watch. So I'm, I'm, I, I've been able to keep myself entertained that way. That's always good. And, uh, you know, it's good to know that, you know, Columbus is back and, and soccer is back. And, you know, we have all these sports leagues that are coming back. Uh, but I think the number one concern here in Athens is what will the high school you know, sports landscape look like. I saw earlier today, Trevor Stevens sent me a, a little report, and, you know, he said that Alexander and I believe Federal Hawking uh, extended the suspension of, you know, the extracurricular activities uh, until a later date. 
I mean, it seems like the OHSAA is saying, hey, we're going to start this thing up on August 1st, and we're going to be ready to go for, you know, fall sports. Uh, but then here in Athens County, since we've raised up to that level three and on the void of that, you know, on the edge of that uh, level four purple, uh, being the only county in the state that would reach that level, uh, it, it seems that, uh, you know, it's a different situation that's happening here than it is across the state. Uh, and it's unfortunate because that just puts up uh, high school sports. It's in limbo right now here in Athens County. Exactly. I have friends who are coaches who were kind of who were involved in, and that those early starts with the programs, and then they were shut down. You know, there were some cases of uh, of COVID uh, among the, the, their teams, as I understand it. So, them shutting down, and now with that extension, it's going to be an issue. I don't know how OHSAA is going to have everything out. I, I saw where the Mid American Conference was hoping that they would start um, other sports than football on September the third. And, of course, those things are all in flux, Connor. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. And as you said, with the county right now, with um, that elevated level that we've had, I mean, we've, we saw cases almost double within a week. That's, that's scary stuff, especially for, for kind of an old geezer like myself. I'm, I'm wearing a mask every place I go, and, in, and there, there are very few places that, that we do. We do shopping for food, of course, and whatever we need for repairs. But um, we, we limit. We've we've um, we've not gone to friends for uh, for parties or anything like that, and we're very very careful. And actually, looking at at how we might even be able to to get people in stands for games, or whether or not well, you know, you you do games as well. Are we you and I? You know, we do. We talk about the things and explain things to people as they're happening. Right. Is there a place for us if there, if, if there really is no one going to the games? For example, at a football game in Peden, do they need me? Do they need someone to tell what's going on? So, I don't know. It, it's still shaking out. And I, as I said, we're, we're in a state of flux. It, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what the target is as we move from day to day. Right. It seems like that target is shifting and moving like you said, day by day, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, two weeks ago, I, I think that we were a little bit more comfortable. And then uh, the 4th of July rolled around. A lot of people made some bad decisions and, uh, you know, skyrocketed the cases, uh, at least here at Athens County. Let's say that we do have, you know, Ohio football. And let's say that there is Alexander soccer, right? Because uh, I know you do the, the PA for soccer over at Alexander High School, too. Um, are you comfortable with going back and doing public address announcing in a public place. Would you be back doing those announcing events uh, if they are still available? Well, I guess it would depend on the venue. When the tournaments were going on, it was like being in the, in the convocation center, being in the bottom of a Petri dish because there were so many people coming in. We, we took some steps as uh, Wayne Horsley, who puts on those, uh, who, who's the tournament director, tried to make sure that we could have only parents or close friends in each school was limited. But even that didn't prevent us from, from, from being able to continue on. So we had to stop. And, and again, in a, in a press box, usually you're the only one. Maybe one other person running the clock. At Peden Stadium, there are six of us who are crammed into an office overlooking it. And, I, and talking to a few people from OU, I don't know how we'd be able to do that. 
uh, plus in the press room where people who are, do, are writing up the stories and, and carrying the information out to the people. I don't know how we'd be able to separate them either. Would, would you have plastic shields around everyone or, or what? I, I really don't know what the mechanics will be like. And there'll be some, uh, some, ten, some bit of, 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 um, of, an, of an uncomfortable nature by going into that. I, I would wear a mask, of course. And, hey, you've heard me. It wouldn't make any difference in how well I sound by right. wearing a mask. You sound good regardless. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> mask or no mask? I mean, you know that it, it's the, the voice of the Convocation Center, the voice of Peden Stadium. Again, we're talking with Lou Horvath and, I guess, the voice of uh, Alexander Athletics, too. Uh, have you been involved with talks with Anybody from Ohio in regards to what would be the procedures to, to bring back sports here? Is there a procedure for, you know, you doing public address announcing? Or I, I had Russ Eisenstein on uh, yesterday's program. I mean, he hasn't heard anything, at least broadcast-wise. Uh, but have you heard anything as we go forward in this pandemic era? Very, very little. We've, I've, I've gone in and I've, I've, I've cut out... Uh, a couple of voiceovers on how we might approach it with fans going into Peden. But then we had to go back in and recut it again as to make some changes. As at one point, we'd like you to wear a mask. Another, then we had to change that to you, you will need to wear a mask. But that's never aired, primarily because, as we said earlier, that target date keeps moving and moving. Uh, I do uh, the, the, the OU soccer games that I do. The press box there, as you know, is, is very small. Right. And it's, it's very concentrated on, on how we fit. I don't know how we could fit everyone in there. Doing volleyball in the convo, that may not be an issue because we'd be able to spread people out. Doing basketball, women's basketball or men's basketball, once again, you know, we, we, I, I have seen things. I'm a season ticket holder for football also and, and basketball. And what I got from... Uh, from, from Ray Dixon at, at uh, the ticket office at OU is that there's a good possibility for season ticket holders that might be able to sit in their assigned seats. They may be just given a section, and it'll be a first-come, first-serve. But again, that is also in flux. We don't know whether or not that's going to be uh, the, the rule of the day. Yeah, it is you know, as complicated as it can get right now because you know, with every passing day uh you know new information better information uh better science is kind of directing us and telling us all right it's safe to do this but not this uh you need to wear masks where it wasn't you know, required uh even you know 72 hours ago uh, right uh, yeah i would advise people to wear masks if they're going any place i mean it's it's a simple precaution and you, I mean, think, look how things have changed. Weren't you supposed to be doing uh, baseball or something this summer, minor league baseball, as you did before? Well, I, you know, I put in an application for, uh, you know, the, the Somerset Patriots over in New Jersey. Uh, but even then, I, mean, they, I think they're just having their first game now. Uh, but I think things have turned out well over here. I, I think, uh, you know, covering Troy and, and covering you know, all the sports and, and doing some production stuff has turned out well. Um, but yeah, it's a good learning experience yeah. for you too. You 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 need to this way you know how to build the schedule mm -hmm. and maintain it. Yep, yep. But it, yeah, I've it got is. a friend who uh, is in Burlington, Iowa, and he's the statistician and um, I think the publicist for the Burlington Bees, uh, single A uh, baseball club. 
they're done. I mean, they, they've lost their affiliation. I think it was with the Angels. So they were part so, of that that cut that Major League Baseball uh, is not sponsoring. You know, uh, what was it, eighty something minor league baseball teams now? They they just right. cut, cut loose. Yeah, they, they've just been cut loose, terminated. So what they've done is they've had uh, in Iowa some uh, high school tournaments to go on just to keep the field going, and they're thinking about doing uh, like the Copperheads, maybe a wooden bat college league next year but again with them it's still up in the air and i never understood i mean when you cut loose these players i mean they signed contracts with the professional team right i mean did they just uh you know cut the roster and and say goodbye to minor league baseball players or did they uh you know find a new spot with them at a different level you know i read some reports early on when all this happened when baseball was trying to come back is that some of the teams did continue on with the contracts for the players. Others did not. So it, there, I don't think there was any hard and fast rule on what the formula might be. But I think for the most part, those kids looking to have a future in the program are done. You know, they don't have a chance. And, and look at all of our friends who uh, are, such as yourself, were involved in sports broadcasting. Right. That's a ripple effect that turns into almost a, a tsunami. Of, of, of unemployment for people who had worked hard and, and, and you know, polished their craft, and there is no next level at this point in time. Right. It's no natural uh, progression to, to get. There, there is no straight path you know, for broadcasting or public address announcing. Uh, you know, like Jay Cremata, who, who did a lot of broadcasts for Ohio women's uh, volleyball, for women's basketball, and really did a lot for the athletic department, uh, you know, he tried to move on, and, and he had two more. He added two extra years. I think he just wanted to stay here for a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> hey, I got here and never left either, so I can appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but with Jake, you know, right now, I mean, he did a, a tremendous job with the university, and now he has nowhere to go. Uh, Gabe Genovese, who did a great job with the university, did a lot of things with Jake for a couple years. Uh, you know, he, he got employed by Learfield IMG out in North Carolina, and right now, I don't even know if they're hiring people to, to broadcast games because there is no, uh, you know, set date for games to come back. It's just a weird and, and wacky turn of events uh, for everybody involved in not only sports, but, but all professions across the board. Oh, exactly. And if, if you take a look at uh, the positions inside the athletic departments, if football doesn't happen, which is the primary moneymaker for, for just about every Division One school in the country, and the very few, that minuscule percentage to make a profit out of it, you know, they, there are some drastic cutbacks coming inside those uh, those structures. Right, and I don't even know, you know, I, I guess, was it three SIDs for Ohio football, or is it just two SIDs, and then uh, I forget if, if Schulze's involved or not. I know Sarah and uh, Mike Ashcraft are, are involved with, with, you know, maintaining and overseeing football uh, and all the student-athletes, but you know, if there's no football, you know, what happens to the, the SIDs? What happens to, uh, you know, the whole football statistician crew that, that's you know, employed by Ohio football? And, uh, you know, Frank Solich, you know, does he then have to take a, a contract uh, you know, payment uh, reduction? You know, there's a lot of things that are moving parts here that a lot of answers can't be answered. A lot of questions can't be answered. Well, I think we can take a look at uh, our local paper, The Messenger. You know, the, Jason Arkley laid off because he covered Ohio University sports. And if there are no sports, what, what do you cover? I mean, uh, the reductions 
are all across the board, and, and they're, they're just tragic. Yeah, and I hope uh, I, I got to get Orkley on the program. I reached out to him when uh, you know he was he was uh, terminated from the Athens Messenger, uh, but you know, he still covered Ohio sports, and, and it would be great to have him on uh, sometime in the near future. Uh, with you in football, though, uh, I know that you, you probably were informed about that North Carolina Central University um, you know, game being canceled after the MEAC uh, canceled their fall sports season. Uh, what do you think Ohio's going to do at their opening week now that they don't have a game? Well, I think that's going to be uh, a problem that we're going to see across the board. Of what, there are 256 different schools that play Division One football, if, that, if that's the correct number. Right. Uh, there, was, there was talk for a period of time, and I don't know how far this went, of perhaps moving Ohio's schedule to February play football in February. And I know the Patriot League and some other leagues have thought about having spring football, which, which may or may not be February or March. But, again, there's a cascading effect there. If you move it to that point, then what about the other winter sports? You could potentially, and maybe not so, but potentially have football and basketball happening at the same time, overloading themselves into the uh, early spring seasons for baseball, and the spring seasons for volleyball and the like in the soccer. So it's really hard to tell. I know OHSAA was talking for a while, and again, once again, just preliminary talks about having soccer move to a spring sport rather than a fall sport. Mm -hmm. So those decisions are going to be made, of course, above our pay grades. But once again, you have that congestion of sports that happen all at the same time. Right. And, and how I, do you manage that? I did see that you know, OHSAA tabled that the notion of football being played in the spring. Uh, they were not going to shift you know, high school football uh, back to the spring, and they're still trying to play that in the fall. Uh, but it, other sports, maybe soccer gets pushed back. I mean, I can't imagine what you would do if, if sports get all pushed back and crammed into you know, the, the winter months because you'd be bouncing back and forth between the Convocation Center over at uh, Pruitt Fields. <laughs> or Chesterfields, and uh, uh, over towards uh, Peden Stadium. I mean, you'd just be a madman running back and forth and then over to Alexander when they have a game. Well, that, there, there have been days when that has happened where I've had to <laughs> run between Peden and, and the Convo and then back out to Alexander again. And, uh, you know, you've covered sports for a while. You know sometimes that there's uh, just the scheduling is so crazy that you have to pick and choose or just try to cram in as, in as many things as you possibly can. Yeah, it'll be a, a crazy mess, uh, but I think if we have sports at that point, I think that's a headache that we'd much rather enjoy uh, than not being able to do anything and still being, you know, tucked inside. Although, I mean, with your view, I mean, I, I was at your house uh, you know, a couple months ago. Uh, you do have a very nice view up there, so I uh, can't complain about that. <laughs> well, I've been watching the deer. I've been watching uh, a heron come around our pond. I watched a doe with uh, triplets yesterday. The only thing is, I got to battle the squirrels and the bird feeders. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, that... But as you said, sports would be welcome. I'd welcome the congestion. Well, always appreciate your time, Lou, and it's great to hear from you. And glad to hear that you're uh, you're healthy, you're safe, and uh, not going crazy yet. Uh, so that that's always a plus. Well, some people might say that's a very short drive for me. I might already start <laughs> on that side. So. 
All right. Well, thank you again, Lou. And again, this is uh, Lou Horvath, the voice uh, that you hear over the speakers in Peden Stadium, over at the Convocation Center, over at Alexander. If there's a speaker, uh, you most likely find Lou behind that microphone and always appreciate the time. Good to hear from you, Lou. Really appreciate it. Well, thanks very much for having me, Connor. You do great work. Thank you. We'll take a short break right here on the Sports Fan. On the other side, we'll take a look at what's going on across the rest of the state of Ohio. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. How do your feet feel before, during, and after a workout? Does heel pain make you hobble just getting out of bed in the morning? If heel pain is affecting your ability to exercise and meet your walking or running goals, relief is as close as your local podiatrist. Podiatric physicians are highly trained doctors who specialize in medical and surgical treatment of the foot and ankle. If heel pain or other foot problems are limiting you, finding a podiatric physician is a great place to start. Ohio foot and ankle podiatric physicians are available across the state and are devoted to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. Ask if your podiatrist is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association so you know you are being treated by the very best. The Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association is supported by over 600 doctors of podiatric medicine in Ohio and has served the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. This is Alicia Brooks from Matthews Insurance. A lot of insurance companies want you to believe you are better off if you don't use a local agent, but that's simply not true. Customers who come to us after quoting online find they are very happy with our price, coverage, and service. When it comes to insurance, price is important, but so is having a dependable company and an agent who cares. Give us a call, 593-5573, or Google us. Matthews Insurance, friendly, reliable, local. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. And the sports fan right here on 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Mills on the mic taking up until 7 o'clock today on this 17th day of July, 637 on the clock and still 93 degrees and mostly sunny outside here in southeast Ohio. Uh, we just got off the phone lines with Lou Horvath and always great to, to hear him and to, to talk with him. And it's been a while since we've actually heard him anywhere. Uh, I said it at the beginning, but you know he is usually behind a microphone somewhere somehow uh and he's he's got a great voice does a, a great job uh you know doing what he does and he's been uh you know doing that a long time and and grace in ohio southeast ohio with, with that voice and especially over in the convocation center when it comes to high school athletics and uh you know the ohsaa basketball tournament uh which again was 
as we all know, cut short, and uh, you know that, that's just unfortunate for those kids, and they were, able, were unable, uh, not only the basketball kids, but uh, everybody from you know basketball to wrestling to, to any other winter sport that I'm leaving out, uh, you know, unfortunately, just did not have that chance to compete for that, uh, you know, that title, that that championship, either as a team or as an uh, individual. Uh, but you know, hopefully, if we do the right things now, if we do uh, everything that is uh, being asked of us uh, by you know, local government, local health officials, then I think uh, you know we can get back and get back as as quick as possible. Um, you know, again, uh, the uh, big news today. We said it at the top of the show. We'll mention it once again. Uh, just as a quick uh, topic, uh, intercollegiate athletics at Ohio University's Eastern Campus in St. Clairsville are no more. Uh, this not only affects the OU Eastern Campus, but it does affect the Chillicothe, Lancaster Southern, and Zanesville campuses as well. Uh, if you or somebody that you know is involved with that, call up the program. Phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. Or if you've got any other sports topics. I mean, the big thing right now, at least here at the station, is that we've got Reds baseball. It's the last rerun uh, for a while now because uh, Reds baseball will be returning uh, sometime next week on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, but we will have Cincinnati Reds baseball that is live uh, again on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, that first game on Tuesday will happen at 625. We'll give about a 10-15-minute uh, pregame uh, right there before we throw it to the Reds on Tuesday. And uh, the new broadcaster, Tommy Thrall, uh, so Tommy Thrall taking over for Marty Brenneman. Uh, and then on Wednesday, there'll be a 5.55 start. We'll cut a little bit into Classic Caravan. You'll still hear Skyhope uh, next Wednesday. But uh, a couple things to look forward to as we head into the weekend uh, with Reds baseball coming back. And then uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, they've got a pregame uh, or preseason show, uh, pre-postseason show that will be airing, I think, on the 27th of, uh, of July uh, they won't start, and they won't be on the radio station until August 2nd. Uh, so we'll have Blue Jackets on the 2nd as they enter into the postseason. Uh, and that coaches show I think we'll have on that Wednesday, whenever that Wednesday is, after the 27th. Uh, so it'll be that uh, around the 29th we'll have that show uh, previewing the Columbus Blue Jackets as they get ready uh, for their season. Uh, take a look around the, the state of Ohio right now. Cincinnati Bengals receiver A.J. Green signed a one-year franchise deal. Receiver A.J. Green has signed the one-year deal for nearly $18 million after the deadline passed for agreeing to a long-term contract with the Cincinnati Bengals. The club used its franchise tag on Green, who missed all last season with an ankle injury. Green wanted a multi-year deal to stay in Cincinnati, but said he would not hold out if the club used the tag to keep him around another year. Bengals could try to renegotiate a multi-year deal at the end of the 2020 season, and that's just another good weapon that Joe Burrow should have at his disposal uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, again, I like the moves that the Bengals are making. They're trying to get better, and of course, uh, when you go 2-14 and 14 last season, uh, the only way that you can go is up. Uh, they got T. Higgins now, they got Mixon, uh, the running back, and now they got A.J. Green at least signed for this one-year uh, franchise tag for $18 million. It's nowhere near the 31.4 that Doc Prescott got with the Dallas Cowboys. But still, uh, it's a good deal for A.J. Green. He sticks around, and maybe he tests the waters a little bit. Does he want to stay in Cincinnati? Does he want to be a part of the long-term solution for the Bengals? 
and I think, you know, it could be a good team for the Bengals moving forward if they have the right pieces put in place. You know, I'm not going to sit here and project that the Bengals are going to win. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know if they're going to go 7-7. Seven and seven. I'd love to see them go 7-7. Seven and seven. I'd love to see them go above 500 uh, and, and make the postseason. I mean, that would be great. But, you know, you got to get those expectations tempered. Uh, you got to just hope and, and uh, hold out. Let's see what Joe does in his first year uh, at the helm as QB1 for the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's see what T. Higgins can do. Uh, and let's see what this whole offense can do with uh, head coach Zach Taylor. I think it could be an exciting team you know, to keep an eye on. Uh, I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were last year. Uh, but still, you know, it is a team that was 2-14. and 14. you got to get better. Uh, and, and you get to see uh, what they can do starting next year. And it all starts with uh, re-signing one of your talented wide receivers and A.J. Green. Again, he comes back on a deal for $18 million. Uh, we'll take a look at a little bit of baseball when we return on the sports fan and then uh, you know, throw it to Cincinnati Reds uh, coming up at 7 o'clock as it's a rewind. Scooter Jeanette has a four-home run game. But that's all coming up later right here on Classic Hits 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. It's a sports fan presented by J&K Contracting. We believe you should feel safe and comfortable while managing your health care needs. That's why we've put all the tools you need right at your fingertips in the Ohio Health app. Use it to refill prescriptions, access your medical records, and learn more about our telehealth video visits, all without leaving the safety and comfort of your home. Download our app today at ohiohealth.com slash mobile app. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Be sure to follow Power 105 and 970 WATH on Instagram for contests, upcoming events, and a whole lot more fun stuff. Search Power 105 underscore 97 WATH on Instagram to get in on the action. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. And right here on 970 WATH, Mills the Mike again taking you up until 7 o'clock on this Friday as we get ready for a, uh, a hot weekend as we look towards the weekend. 93 degrees the high tomorrow, 97 on Sunday. It's uh, It seems like another heat wave. I don't know if I missed what Spencer Atkins said. Uh, I think we're in the midst of another heat wave here in southeast Ohio, but that's all right. I guess I'll deal with the heat uh, better than dealing with the colds. I'd rather be hot than cold. Uh, but, I mean, that's, uh, that's a preference thing, uh, no matter what you want to do. Uh, right now, phone lines, again, are open at 740-592-6646. Call in with any of your sports requests, or if you even got a song request, I mean, we could play a song sometime after the Cincinnati Reds uh, come on the radio station coming up again at 7 o'clock, and that's a rerun with Scooter Jeanette in his four-home run game back in 2017 after the Reds uh, got him off waivers from the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, but that should be an exciting game. I was listening to it a little bit back before we got on the air. Uh, so it should be good. It was not uh, Marty Brenneman who had the call with there. I forget who was on the call with the Cowboy. But, again, uh, you know, Cincinnati Reds as we get ready and gear up and get ready to go for Reds baseball coming up on Tuesday 
on that 21st uh, next week. And then Wednesday, again, two exhibition games. We get to hear the Cowboy, and we get to hear Tommy Thrall for the first time uh, as play-by-play one uh, for Cincinnati. And then, of course, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets coming back at the end of the month. Uh, no basketball uh, affiliate here at the station, but basketball again coming around uh, on the 31st as they're in that bubble down in Florida, uh, getting ready to have their season, uh, and we'll see you know how they all pan out. Uh, you know the crazy thing on Monday that we were talking with Brad about uh, when Brad Walker was here on the program. Uh, you know they they got like a a bubble hotline. If anybody busts that bubble uh, or pops that bubble, uh, you, you get to call the hotline and you get to tattle on whoever. Uh, you know, broke that quarantine. I mean, it is a serious thing down there. I mean, they've been trying to get this league up and going as fast uh, as fast as possible, and you know, being able to do that uh, is of the utmost importance for the NBA, of course, to to finish their season and see uh, you know who comes out on top. Um, but with uh, NBA coming back again at the end of the month, baseball next week, and then hockey coming back at least here on the station uh, again at the end of the month, uh, kind of towards where the NBA has. Uh, with baseball right now, uh, let's go to football right now. Football, NCAA, um, there's a question, is the testing plan rigorous enough for football? Uh, but the NCAA's latest guidance for playing college sports during the COVID-19 pandemic recommends testing players once a week within 72 hours of competition. Uh, they ask, is that enough for a team of about 100 athletes playing a contact sport to get through a season without major disruptions? An epidemiologist uh, says the 72-hour window still leaves a lot of time for players to become infectious. Uh, you know, along the lines of that, yeah, 72 hours on a Wednesday, that kind of does, uh, you know, if that game's Saturday and you're testing everybody on Wednesday, that still leaves after the test on Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday, and then the morning on Saturday. So it still opens you up to a, a, a wide period of time right now where, all right, you get tested, you have it, uh, if you get tested and you don't, well, then you could still catch it uh, later on. I mean, just because you get that test the first time around doesn't mean you can get it later. And as of right now, I, I've heard some mixing reports on whether if you can get it a second time. Uh, so I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to you know try to say, you know, you can get it or you can't get it. You know, that's not my job. But, uh, you know, I haven't heard one way or the other. Uh, but still, you know, it does leave up that big period for people to... Uh, still get infected after those that first test on the 72 mark uh, on that Wednesday. Um, but the the big problem that I see, right? I mean, NCAA, you have the Group of Five, you got the Power Five, you you've got colleges you know, across the Division One level, and you know underneath the Division One level, I mean, you got D2, D3. A lot of conferences that are uh, D3 are you know either postponing or canceling their fall seasons. Uh, but it's a big financial commitment that a lot of colleges really can't go into uh, with trying to pay for the tests. Because if you get paid, uh, if you got to pay for a test, it's not like the free test that you, you can go get over at a CVS or uh, a testing point here in Ohio. Uh, you know, Ohio or Akron or Toledo just can't go to CVS and take all those tests and then come back with it. I mean, somebody has to pay for those tests to be administered to then be able to start up college sports. And again, a lot of colleges are not in a position right now to be able to go and do that, which is unfortunate. Uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, we, we kind of, uh, you know, pay for the, the, the testing for these guys. But um, it, it's still you know, a big financial burden 
for a lot of colleges, and I don't know if those colleges are going to be able to rebound and still, you know, have a full sports season, even if we get the clearance to have that for, uh, full sports season. Uh, but we'll take another short break here on the Sports Fan. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the program and then throw it to the Cincinnati Reds coming on your way at the top of the hour. This is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH presented by J&K Contracting. No one knows sweet tea like the folks around here because folks around here know what it feels like to earn something. And there's nothing more rewarding than the taste of fresh brewed tea sweetened just right. Like Mickey D sweet tea. Now it comes in a new cup that keeps the tea cold longer. So whether you're taking a 10 or because Whew, it's hot out here. Your sweet tea will be cold. So stop by McDonald's and get any size sweet tea for just a dollar. Lemon available upon request. Claim compared to prior large size beverage cup. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. So it turns out many people don't know that c and Hardware in Athens sells major appliances. Everything from refrigerators to washers and dryers, all delivered for free. Plus, they're delivered by the c and staff, not a third party out of Columbus. c and will haul away the old appliances for free. Some places charge as much as $30. If you want to pick it up, you can do that too. We have over 100 appliances in stock. When you are in the market for a new kitchen appliance, think c and Hardware first. Join us each week for AutoSmarts. You'll never know who will show up. Jay Leno, welcome to AutoSmarts. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Don Garlitz, thanks for everything. Thank you so much. Bill Engvall. And Bill, how are you today, sir? I'm doing just great. The one and only Carl Edwards joins us today. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing really good, and uh, thank you for having me on. This is cool. So come on. Join in the fun. That's AutoSmarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970-WATH. And the Sports Fan right here on 970-WATH. Mills on the mic. And yeah, got you for about eight more minutes until we throw it to Reds baseball right here on 970-WATH. And we got Sports Fan coming your way next week on Monday. We got a shortened one on Tuesday. Nothing on uh, Wednesday, but... Uh, back at it again on Thursday, and then I think Reds are on the radio again on Friday, and that will be their opening day, uh, that 23rd, 24th day of the week. That would be the 24th, so they open up next Friday, a week from today. You know, I, I just can't wait to hear really this sound, right? The Reds are on the radio. I mean, that that's pretty cool right there. I mean, you, to have Reds baseball back and to have you know, baseball back in general, uh, you know, I'm... I'm Excited about it, and uh, you know, again, being a Reds affiliate, you know, hopefully we're able to go out to those games. Not only me, but everybody out here who's interested in going to baseball, and hopefully it's a, a safe and uh, you know, friendly reopening of, of all the ballparks. But without fans right now, it might be a little bit weird. They're going to be pumping in crowd noise from a video game, uh, is from uh, is what I heard and what I reported on the morning sports uh, earlier today. Uh, but if you got anything else, uh, we got seven minutes left in the program. Phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. That's 592 right here in Athens, Ohio. 
the news that I heard today and uh, is uh, about 10 minutes old, uh, at least in our WXTQ sports page, is uh, the cadets will be going to school and playing football uh, so long as the OHSAA gives the green light. Uh, Troy posted this again on the WXTQ sports page. But the Fort Fry Local Schools Board of Education has approved a reopening plan for the 2020-2021 school year. And based on the current July 16th, so this was uh, uh, yesterday that the district put this out, uh, county rating on Ohio's public health advisory system and guidance from the Washington County Health Department, all students on campus five days per week with transportation provided if requested through transportation form uh, on the website. Uh, the first day of school on campus is Monday, August 24th. Uh, so it looks like Fort Fry is opening up, and they have a plan in place to go out and uh, really, you know, try to have some kind of a, a, uh, a school year this year starting in the fall. And yesterday I talked about it on the sports fan, but Tom Gibbs uh, over here in Athens, it, it seems like his recommendation, at least at this point, it's different here in Athens County than it is in others, uh, but at this point here in Athens, it looks like uh, it will be online uh, or remote learning some kind of, of form of not being in in, uh, in the building, um, but they would have some kind of you know, remote learning for the, at least the first half up until after that Christmas break, until after that, uh, you know, January 1st, uh, you know, all, all the celebrations and stuff. Uh, so they, they'd push it back all the way until then uh, to bring back in-campus learning or on-campus learning. Uh, but, again, depending on where you live in here in the state of Ohio, it's either you are good to go or you are, uh, you know, holding back and waiting. Um, and again, like Russ said, just like Lou Horvath said at the beginning of the program, you know, if we do the right things now, uh, we should be able to do the right things later and get sports back here. Uh, at least give us a little bit of something to, to look forward to and to talk about here on the sports fan. Uh, and, of course, a lot of the sports fans here moving forward will be replaced with Reds baseball. Um, but we'll try to give a, a quick preview, an update. And, of course, we have those morning sports updates uh, on both our sister station, WXTQ, and right here on 970 WATH, uh, bright and early in the morning, sometime around 6.50, I believe, uh, is when Scott Daly will play uh, those updates, uh, 6.50, 7.50, 8.50, and then maybe sometime around uh, the 12 o'clock hour you get the news, you get the stocks of local interest, uh, which is always good. Uh, right here, again, uh, from your news leader. <laughs> as always what Pop would say. But uh, with sports, uh, that that's about it around in the area. Uh, Bengals again signing A.J. Green. Uh, again, to recap, uh, OU Eastern and a bunch of, and all of uh, Ohio University's branch campuses have stopped sponsoring sports. Uh, so those sports have been canceled. They've been dropped uh, at that collegiate level. And then uh, Fort Fry opening back up. And that was a Facebook page uh, post, again, over on WXTQ Sports. Uh, but that is about uh, what, what the uh, sports landscape looks like as of right now. Um, the only other thing, uh, Major League Baseball's COVID-19 testing sweep appears to be having some success, even as large swaths of the United States continue to struggle with containing the fast-spreading virus. MLB and Players Union released statistics on Friday saying six of 10,548 samples were new positives in the week ending in Thursday, a rate of 0.05%. Uh, that's good news for a sport that's trying to begin its 60-game season next week. Again, opening day for the Reds will happen on next Friday, so just a week from now. In other news, uh, Pirates outfielder Gregory Polanco and free agent Yasiel Puig both tested positive for the coronavirus. 
And if you remember, Yasiel Puig, uh, a new member of the Atlanta Braves, uh, so he is uh, he has tested positive for the Crovin, uh, coronavirus. Uh, and also Yankees second baseman DJ LeMahieu and Braves first baseman Freddie Freeman returned to the field after missing time with the virus. Uh, so that's about it for uh, for Major League Baseball. Uh, of course, here locally, uh, I saw that there was a report from uh, Trevor Stevens sent me a, a tweet from the offensive coordinator over at Hocking College, uh, of course, Craig Moore. Uh, he, after two weeks in the ICU fighting COVID-19, was happy to return home last night. Um, a lot of people in, in his household has been tested, and he, uh, he thanks Jennifer for holding everything down. But Craig Moore, the Hocking offensive coordinator, associate head coach, and, of course, the father to Athens quarterback Joey Moore, uh, had, he tested positive. He was in the ICU, uh, but now he is back and he is healthy, uh, which is always good news and, and good to see and happy to hear. Always want to end, uh, end the week on a, a positive note, right? you got to have something positive to look forward to. And with that, uh, that about does it uh, right here for the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. We'll come back next week. Uh, we've got Monday for the uh, for the sports fan, and then Reds baseball coming your way uh, after this, and on Tuesday around 6:25, and Wednesday at 5:55. So a lot to look forward to. A big week coming up in sports, at least here locally, uh, and hopefully we're able to get this coronavirus under control. We don't hit that level four, uh, but everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy. Uh, this upcoming weekend, temperatures upper 90s, 93 degrees, 97 on Sunday. So try to stay uh, stay a little bit cooler uh, than what it is outside. I'm Connor Mills. Thanks for listening in to the Sportsman. Welcome your way again, 6.06 on Monday. Enjoy your weekends. And this has been the Sportsman on 970, 97.1 FM. WATH, Connor Mills, signing off.